interrupt me. Hello. Welcome back to Girl Uninterrupted. I am so happy that you tuned in. This is Lisa Giles here. I have been a little behind with things because my cousin is getting married this month and I have the honor of being her maid of honor. So you already know what that means. It's a hell of a lot of responsibility and money getting spent going from New Orleans back to Miami, from Miami to Mississippi and back to Miami. It's just been a lot. And I am honored, but it's pretty stressful. It's been very stressful, but I'm back now. I just came back this past Sunday from the bachelorette party that I planned in New Orleans, which was pretty lit. We went to a spa, to a chair dancing class, and of course the Essence Festival, which was crazy. If you have not experienced the Essence Festival, you are truly missing out. All the blackness that surrounds you is extremely empowering. You leave there feeling like you can conquer the world. I was even more excited to see that they had a lot of LGBTQ booths there at the convention center because in the past couple of years, they did not have too much. They really didn't, which is kind of sad. But this year, they kind of did the little push and they even had The Read, which is my favorite podcast there at the Essence Festival. Apparently, they are the first podcast that's ever been invited to the festival, and that is dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. Especially considering the fact that both of them are both black and queer. So there is hope for us, after all. Seeing them, and they had their live show, seeing them there and their booth there. I got to buy a couple of things and... They just sat there talking they black ass shit and I'm just so proud to be a fan of them and I completely stand for them the way they stand for Beyonce, the way that I stand for Beyonce. But it's just empowering to see that. You get to see all different type of forms of things and I'm so excited for the future of The Read, the future of other black queer podcasts and it's going to be lit. We have a truly have a long road ahead of us and it's gonna be great but I had an amazing time and I just want to say congratulations to my cousin Courtney I hope your last fling before the ring was great enough to send you into wifelyhood I think that's what you call it if it's not you know what I mean I hope that it was enough to send you into that and I love you so much but let's just hop into this week's topic, which is about body image. To be completely frank with you guys, like I have been struggling with this lately. So this week's topic is not only for y'all, it's for me to talk through issues that I have with my body so that we can all pass through and be great together. I am not in any space to give anybody any type of advice. This is just what I am doing to make myself feel better, to get through this hurdle that has come up in my life. And if it resonates with you, it does. If it works for you, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And if you have any advice for me, give it to me because I would love something to incorporate into my life. But my issue has been that I have spent majority of my life being skinny, Jalisa. I've had nicknames such as Slim, like most 
slim girls do. Olive oil, <laughs> Popeye. And my mother's favorite name for me was Bones. And I'm not sure if I was just genetically built to be skinny. I'm really not because genes say that that's not true. But for a long time, I really, really was. But um, I legitimately had issues with eating and diet for a long ass time. I only ate when I was craving something. And when I did, it was probably the worst food you can possibly think of, like chinless, neck bones, pig feet. I am a legit Mississippian. I am a country fucking girl. So all of the food that you can possibly imagine was available to me at all of the fucking time, all of the worst food. I had never worked out. I never had to work out. Let me say that. I did work out a lot, but... I never had to work out. And I also was a part of Color Guard and I also loved running. I've always loved running from just running around the street to any type of cardio, really, like bicycles, even though I fall a lot on bicycles. <laughs> I really do fall a lot. I am not the most coordinated person. But Soul Cycle has been something that I've come to love. But cardio has been something that I have literally take, taken on and loved since college. So majority of my siblings and my mother had always been plus size. It's just the way that it was. And I was the outcast of being the skinny girl. And nobody really knowing why is this girl so fucking skinny? Is it from her dad's side? Like, what is it? I was just always skinny. And even with that, I had been teased of for being skinny. And always being warned that eventually, since, since majority of your family is plus size, eventually your genes will kick in. So you need to enjoy this while it lasts. And that had been something that had been told to me for a long time since I was probably five years old. I've been hearing that. But the time has fucking come. And now that I'm 25 years old, my genes have caught up with me. I'm beginning to grow into this grown woman-ass body that has thighs and tits and booty. And <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what to do about it. One moment, I am... Seriously loving the fact that I can fill out jeans finally. And then the next, I hear that voice in my head telling me that I am one hamburger away from being 200 to 300 pounds. And I am completely aware, and this is just a sidebar, I'm completely aware that people are out there dealing with real issues. And the last thing that I should be doing is complaining about how I've gained 20 pounds after being 125, 115 pounds for 25, 24 years. But this is definitely an issue that most people are dealing with. I am seriously having a life crisis right now. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being plus size. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being any size. I'm just saying that for the last 24 years, I have been under 135. I've been honestly under 125. And 
looking into the mirror and seeing myself as being something that I'm not used to has been something that I have to come to accept. And it's been a full ass struggle. A huge ass struggle. And lately I've opted out of taking pictures. I have untagged myself in pictures because I don't really like the way that I look. And I haven't accepted the fact that I am different from the girl three, two years ago who was under 125. And this was confirmed when I went to New Orleans last weekend and saw some of my family. I was quickly hit with that. Jaleesa, you getting big in that. You growing up on us and just confirming that my body was changing so drastically that people were able to notice it. It wasn't like it was seven, you know, five pounds. It, people were beginning to notice that I was putting on some weight. And you can only imagine how my self-esteem plummeted after hearing those words. The only thing that helped me was taking a look around and realizing that my cousin the bride-to-be, and the rest of her bridal party, with the exception of one, are cornbread-fed thickums. These girls are from Mississippi. We are Mississippi girls. And we all had booty, hips, and boobs. And you let me know that I am not only the only one whose body is changing and maturing, but that I am having issues accepting it, they are too, and that there's also nothing wrong with any of that. Like, it's just nothing wrong with us having issues accepting it, there's nothing wrong with us gaining weight. All of this is just, just a part of life, and it's nothing wrong with it. So, that was a realization that I had while being there with seeing so many different type of women with so many different type of bodies and understanding that this is one, a part of life and two, just a part of who I am, just a part of my, um, my lineage, like for real, like my family is just that way. And the moment that I realized that was when I decided to do a podcast about it, to talk about the things that I am now incorporating into my life in order to accept those things. So I'm going to go through three things that I'm doing now in order to get over these challenges with accepting myself. And the first one is just not comparing. I spend, I don't know how much time staring at Beyonce videos. One, because... I am a huge fan, and two, because who doesn't, you know, who isn't, who isn't a huge Beyonce stan, and who doesn't look at her videos, I mean, it's just the thing, the woman is fucking gorgeous, but I am constantly comparing myself to her, and so many others all of the time, and like I said, like, it's just not her, it's other people too, it's other people that I'm looking at and being like, oh, their body looks so nice, and I wish my body looked like that. And it just kind of makes me think that I'm subpar. And social media doesn't make it any easier for us to build some type of self-esteem. We are constantly finding things about our body or our life that we do not like. And we get these images in our head of what we're supposed to look like, what our life is supposed to look like. And if it doesn't 
look like that in the mirror, if it doesn't look like that in reality, then it slowly drags our self-esteem down. And this is not healthy at all. We do not have to look like those girls or those men. We do not have to be a size four or a size two or size six. We don't have to be any type of size to be beautiful. And yes, there are some women who stay that size forever, who stay a size two or a size four, and that's completely great. You guys are beautiful, but the rest of us out here just don't live up to that, and that's completely okay and beautiful as well. Instead of looking at these supermodels, we should be looking at the women who look like us, finding the women who resemble you, and for me, that was Rihanna. She put on a little bit of weight. She put on whatever and I think that the bitch looks amazing I think that she looks absolutely amazing and that has been somewhat of my problem <laughs> I know that there are so many people like my older sisters and like Rihanna who do not fit what society says it's supposed to be beautiful but it's just so hard seeing myself as being different than what I've seen myself being for 24 years that has been my struggle learning to love this person who has changed and who is not the same person that she was a year or a year and a half ago that's been the hardest shit I don't fit the standard of what society says is beautiful and in other instances, I haven't either. But as far as being black, having a, I have a larger nose, like just other things. I don't fit that standard, but my weight has been something that is like been a little bit difficult for me. So I had to come to terms with that. I am not the same, but this becomes easier when you stop comparing yourself when I stopped comparing myself it became a little bit easier and I put into my head that we are all different and that there's beauty in all of it there's beauty in all of these variations and seeing girls here in Miami who don't fit their beauty standard in a place that is so stereotypical has been inspiring and I love you guys and I need y'all around me because it fucking helps for somebody to just say fuck it Dre Audrey a person that I love and she was one of the founders of Girl Uninterrupted she don't give a fuck she's beautiful absolutely gorgeous but no she's not under 115 120 pounds she's not what society says is beautiful but that's why I love her. Like She's beautiful. I look at these women and say, I want to be like you. I want to be as confident in myself as you are. But it takes time because like I said, it's been 24 years. I have to undo, undo all of that. Anyway, number two is not letting other people's perception of you change your perception of yourself. I had this guy who I was talking to and slash dating slash having sex with. I don't, I don't know. It was confusing. It was complicated. 
But anyway, you get the gist. He told me that I was getting fat. And at that time, I had only gained like five, four pounds, nigga. No, I was not fat at all whatsoever. But I don't know why his voice just stuck fucking with me. And it rang in my ear for months. For months. Like, can you imagine giving someone so much fucking power over your self-esteem that it changes the way that you see yourself completely? Like, that's so much power that you're giving to someone else. And I fucking gave that to him. I gave it to him. And the sad part is, is that we give the power to those people even though they've shown us in other ways and made it obvious that they in no way have your best interests at heart at all. So it's not even like they're concerned or like worried about you as a person. It's really that they just want to say something that's going to fuck with you. And those are the type of people that you got to stay away from or fucking ignore. Just ignore it. Especially like... Well, you know that what they're saying is not true. I knew that I was not fat. And I'm not fat now. Not saying that there's anything wrong with being fat. Because it's not. It's not anything wrong with being fat at all whatsoever. But I I am not considered that. And even though I have gained, gained weight, what he said was not true. Still, somehow, I let what this nigga said affect me. For months until I had to come to the fact, come to the truth that it was not true. So this is why we should be so rooted into who we are that we never give someone else that power. And this goes for family, friends, strangers, etc. Because like I said earlier, my family could not wait to talk about my weight, could not wait to point that shit out. They not only did it in a way that did not have my best interest at heart, but they did it out loud in front of other people. Not saying that they don't love me because I know that they do. I know that they do. But it just was not the best approach. Now, someone you love comes up to you in private, in private, and says, hey, girl, like, I know you've been putting on a little weight lately. I just want to make sure you okay. Like, just basically concerned for you. And it's going to go the opposite way. Like, I, I've seen, girl, that you've been losing weight drastically. Like, are you okay? Because that is a motherfucking concern. When my best friend came to Oxford to save me from a breakup, because I was literally plummeting, I was 95 pounds. And she was like, girl, step on the scale. Like, Step on the scale. Do you see yourself? Like you have lost weight. Are you okay? Like do you see what the situation doing to you? Like that was out of concern with just me and her. And she had my best interest at heart. Which is why I love Danielle so fucking much. She had my best interest at heart. It wasn't just something that she was just saying in order to get a reaction out of me or whatever, because I don't think it's ever okay for you to comment on somebody's weight. I don't think it's ever okay okay for you to publicly say something about somebody in front of other people just to get a reaction out of them. Like, that makes absolutely no sense. But people are going to do whatever they want to do, and people are going to think whatever they want. And half the time, it doesn't even have anything to do with you, but everything to do with how they feel about themselves. But 
having that little comfort, that little cushion of knowing who you are, being so centered in yourself that if somebody else says something to you, you just like, bitch, what? It helps out. It helps out so much and it boosts your self-esteem to the point that you can deal with anything. And I've had to adjust to that. And that has helped me out tremendously. The last thing is to not over diet, to not police yourself, like to not condemn yourself for being who you are. And this has been a huge thing for me. I have put myself on so many different diets in the last six months. So many different ones where I was counting calories, when I was doing heavy cardio at the gym, when I was like trying to just get the weight off of me. And I did not understand at that time that all it did was stress me out even more. It just stressed me out so much more and it made me even more sad it made me even more depressed which increased my want to eat so it wasn't just like about what i was putting into my body or what i was doing to my body it was about my mindset it was about what i thought about myself it was about my self-esteem and i learned that i have to work on that first i have to accept that my body is changing and then if I want to change that, if I want to live a healthier lifestyle, then I am going to do that. But please keep in mind that healthier lifestyles have nothing to do with weight. You have people who are so skinny and are unhealthy. I was one of those people. I was one of those people who was extremely skinny, but was not healthy at all. And you have some people who are plus size and who are unhealthy. You have people who are plus size and healthy. Like it it just varies. So it's it's about health. It's not about weight. That does not equivalent each other. Like it's not it just doesn't work like that. But um me policing myself made me want to eat more. It made me want to comfort myself more. So it was just a fucking cycle. A cycle of failed diets and depression. So none of it worked. And like I said, if you want to look better, if you want to feel better, if you want to live a healthier lifestyle, you have to make the lifestyle change. You have to decide to be conscious of what you eat. You have to decide to be active. Like you have to decide to love yourself. You have to decide to love on yourself because you fucking deserve it. You deserve it. And that includes buying lingerie. It includes buying that swimsuit that you don't think that you look good in, which you probably really do look good in. But it includes all of that. So I'm trying my hardest to fall in love with myself all over again. So radically that if anyone else tells me that something is wrong with that if anybody else tells me that I am not beautiful I can just look at them sideways and be like fuck you because it doesn't matter what I look like before it doesn't matter how I've changed all that matters is that I am confident in who I am right now because you're going to change whether it be your mindset whether it be your body throughout life you're going to experience changes you cannot expect to stay the same person forever. And that's a hard fucking pill to swallow. <laughs>
swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. But that's the truth. Like, you cannot expect to stay the same forever. That's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. So, I suggest you guys love on yourself as much as I'm trying to love on myself and accept yourself for who you are. I am a curvy country girl and I'm not about to force myself to be anything other than that. I now understand that like most women, I don't owe anybody shit. You don't owe anybody shit. The only reason and the only person that you should make changes for is yourself. You have one obligation to yourself. So love on yourself and do whatever it takes for you to feel like that bad bitch that you are. Because you are. Or we are. We are some bad bitches. <laughs> so that wraps up this week's episode. I'm done worrying about. Well, y'all motherfucking stink. And I'm going to take my own advice and start posting more pictures on Instagram because I have not been doing that since the beginning of this year. Since I realized I was gaining weight, I have not posted anything on Instagram, not posted any pictures on Facebook. And it's been making it really hard for me to put this podcast out. And I love doing this and I'm kind of hindering myself by not posting it and not posting myself and not taking you guys on this journey with me through different experiences and, and through different life lessons. But I'm going to start that. And I challenge you guys to do the same because we are some bad bitches. We are. And the moment that we accept the fact that we are is the moment that we will exceed all of our expectations. Our, uh, all of our expectations as well as everybody else's because it really ain't about them it's about you so y'all gonna see this booty and y'all gonna see these thighs soon <laughs> so let me send you guys away with a toast of love here's to the ones with the thick thighs and chubby sides may you love yourself the way that the world never thought that you would may you bless the beaches with so many curves that you leave them even more seasick <laughs> I love you guys and I hope you call up to the last episodes. I hope you've seen the last vlog that I put out on moving away from home, which is called Fly Little Birdie Fly. I am going to put another book review up soon on this book that I'm reading by my cousin, my amazing cousin called A Day and a Half. It's part of a three book series and I'll put up the reviews of those soon. I'm also going to start journaling, journaling a lot more, letting you guys in on just little things that I'm dealing with sometimes, trying to be a little bit more transparent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, stay tuned. And the Girl Uninterrupted blog should be coming soon, sometime in August. So, like I said, I'm not even done with this wedding shit. Like, it's so much more that's coming and that I have to deal with it being the maid of honor I'm going to put out another podcast after this, and then the following vlogs that come up, we're going to catch up to it. So you won't be missing out on too much. Again, I love you guys, and I hope to hear from you. Give me your feedback on what you're hearing. Give me your feedback on what you're doing to help with your body image, and I hope to see and hear from you guys soon. Bye.